Here boys and girls, Mel Herbert, if you're Elon Daily this Friday, April, wait for it, 19th. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's the sound of having a real microphone in your studio and not your earbuds on your iPhone because you couldn't make your other stuff work when you're in New Orleans. Can I say this about New Orleans? I was saying to a friend, you know, I've been in New Orleans a couple of times, but it hasn't been for a long time. And I'm like, I probably... It probably won't be that fun because I'm not that into live music and I'm not that into food. And then you get there and you go, this is a really great city. I know it's a city with uh, a long history, a city with a lot of issues, a lot of poverty. But I can tell you that it's a beautiful place. It's amazing. The architecture, the people are super friendly. And that liveliness, that spirit of all that music and food and sort of what's going on there, you can't help but being sort of getting swept up in it. It's got a little bit of a Vegas feel to it, but in a good way, a lot of energy. And uh, Vegas is, I find, incredibly depressing. But I've got to say, if you ever get a chance to go to New Orleans, go do it. And some of the things that I didn't get a chance to, but I'd really love to do, apparently they do these late night rides. They go through the streets and then they uh, go through the cemeteries. And I'm told that that is a really wonderful experience. So next time, next time, I'm going to do that. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, last week we talked about the fact that Elon got interviewed by a guy called Friedman. He's from MIT who does research in autonomous driving and other stuff. And I actually got the audio of that. I'll put a link in the show notes to the full interview. And it's really interesting, and I'm going to break in with a couple of things here. But one of the first things I'd like to say is this. I am so sick of people interviewing Elon who don't know about Teslas. So he specifically says, Friedman says, specifically says, look, I don't own Tesla. I have no stock. Uh, We didn't talk about this beforehand. Uh, I don't drive a Tesla. And there's the problem, right? There is the problem. When you do these earnings calls, there's all these questions that I find uh, as a user of the car, stupid. And then what I really wanted him to say as he's talking about how great autopilot is and uh, where it's going and all that stuff, I just wish that somebody would call some BS right there and say, okay, stop right now. Stop, stop, stop. Because when I drive my Tesla on Navigate by Autopilot, it still slams on the brakes at random times, some at less random times, like a car looks like it might start to come over into your lane, boom, hits the brakes. Every now and then it sees a shadow or something, boom, it hits the brakes. It is less than uh, fluid. It is less than perfect. When you hear Elon talk about it, it sounds like it's really fluid right now and it's just getting better all the time. And it is getting better all the time, but it is so far from fluid. And yes, I believe that the new uh, self-driving software and hardware is going to get better and better. But I just wish somebody would hold them to the fire and say, well, what about the experience right now, today? How do you explain that? How are you fixing that? Because a lot of these mostly heavy braking maneuvers They haven't gotten better for a long time, even with the new Navigate and Autopilot that doesn't require you to intervene to change lanes. It's better, but it's still like, come on, somebody just hold his feet to the fire just on that one thing alone, please. I just uh, got sent um, a picture from Robert Rosenblum from the Talking Tesla show, which uh, had somebody who'd made up a sticker to put on the back of their Tesla, uh, something like uh, stay back, heavy braking at random times, 16-year-old driving. To highlight that point, that this is a lot of people's experience, that when you're on autopilot, you just hope cars aren't too close behind you, because every now and then, it will just randomly slam on the brakes. One of the things they talked a lot about was this idea of vigilance, that if you've got autopilot in there, and it's not full self-driving, 
Are the people driving the cars staying vigilant and how would you make sure that that's going to occur? Because Friedman himself and his group found in a study of autopilot and some other autopilot-like software that people actually do remain much more vigilant than you would think. So that was good news. We're not all just sort of sitting in the other seat, as you've seen some pictures on the interwebs. But then Elon said this, and I'm going to quote it in here right now. I, I think this is all really going to be swept. I, I mean, the, the system's improving so much, so fast, that this is going to be a moot point very soon. Where vigilance is, like if something's many times safer than a person, then adding a person uh, does... The, the the effect on safety is is limited um and in fact uh it could be negative so i just wanted to highlight two points from this clip one i believe that's absolutely correct at some point and we're going to get back to this in a second at some point when full self-driving is real having a human intervening will not be needed um so this vigilance stuff which a lot of people are worried about um, will become a moot point at that point. So here is another one of the concepts. There's been some scientific uh, articles saying the time it takes for you to go, oh my goodness, autopilot is about to drive me into a pole. Let me take control of the car and uh, fix this problem is longer than if you were driving by yourself and looking up and go, oh, oh, I'm about to drive in a pole and I just turn the wheel. So this uh, taking it from the computer driving to the person driving, I can't remember the term for that, delay is enough that uh, you can get yourself into serious trouble if you're not very vigilant all the time. So that's one thing. I, I agree. Like, once you're full self-driving and the car is way safer than a person, then this becomes a moot point. But again, he keeps talking about how close they are getting to full self-driving. And he doubled down, tripled down, quadruples down on this. Actually, this was in response uh, to uh, Mr. Friedman saying... Um, what about the camera monitoring the person to make sure they're awake so that that uh, you can sort of tell them, hey, you're not watching the road. You should be watching the road. We need help here. We're a computer. We're stupid. He said this. But if, if your system is dramatically better, more reliable than than a human, then driver monitoring, monitoring is not does not help much. And uh, like I said, you, you just like as an, you wouldn't want someone into like you wouldn't want someone in the elevator. If you're in an elevator, do you really want someone with a big lever, some, some random person operating the elevator between floors? They, they could, I wouldn't trust that. I'd rather have the buttons. Now, he goes further with this analogy, and it's actually quite powerful, saying, do you, in a modern elevator that goes up in these size skyscrapers, like you know, 50, 100 more floors, incredibly fast, and has multiple electronic braking systems and sensors, would you ever want to get into an elevator that could go that fast through that many floors and have a human operator decide uh, how and when to stop? No way would be the answer that most people would say. No way. I trust these systems. They've been used many millions of times. And now we know that the elevator machine is way better than the elevator operator. And he's saying that we're very soon, very soon going to get to the point, like he's talking in a year or two, where it will be crazy to get into a car that has a human there because the computers are going to be like the computers in an elevator. Now, of course, of course, the criticism of that is going to be that driving on the roads is way more complicated than going up and down in an elevator. And of course, I would agree with that. But theoretically, yes, one day a computer will be able to do that better because we're basically all just doing computational math 
and we're looking at the probability of various things occurring in our brains, and we just have eyeballs that look ahead of us, and these cars, theoretically, have uh, cameras that look all around, and if they can process that information like a human and you can do it even faster, then in theory... It'd be like, as he said in the past, having eyes in the back and the side of your head and uh, being able to do math at 100,000 times the speed that your brain can. So in theory, all this will be true. And I agree that there's going to be one day we'll look back and say, you let humans drive around these two-ton death machines, as he called them? That's insane. What I keep coming back to is that he says, we're there. Uh, like this year, next year, we're there. And just how confident is he? Well, again, I reported on this last week, but let's hear it from the man himself. Where does Tesla stand in comparison to the other autonomous driving vehicle peeps like Waymo and all of the other competition? Where are they? Uh, to, to me, right now, this seems game, set, match. I don't, I mean, that's not, I don't want to be complacent or overconfident, but that's what it appears. That is just literally what it, how it appears right now. I could be wrong, but it appears to be the case that Tesla is vastly ahead of everyone. So we'll see. You know, I think for many of us, there is reason to be skeptical of the overpromising of Elon, the overexcitement of Elon. But again, April 22nd is the big event. We'll get some better idea there. I certainly believe that he believes that they have cracked this thing. Go listen to that audio if you really want to get a sense of uh, what he's talking about. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, can I say it again? I know I said it last week. I know I overdid it. But I'm going to overdo it again. If he's right, everything changes within a year or so, according to him. If he's right, everything, everything, everything about transportation, the way cities are built, changes in the next year or two. And I'm still trying to get my head around it. A truly fully autonomous vehicle fleet run by Tesla will absolutely change everything. Uh, stock price included, if they really do it, if they're really that far ahead, uh, wow. Wow. All right, it's Elon Daly, and I'm getting excited again. Talk to you soon. Cover it out.